Hi, everyone. It's Julie Salant, your intuitive healer for your life and business. Thank you for being here today. I am so excited to do this podcast for you. This podcast is called How to Embrace Your Power. And over the last year and a half, I have gotten some amazing downloads from Spirit, and they have been on a lot of subjects. And I'm going to start, I'm starting to put them out into the world right now. This is going to be the beginning of it. And they're going to be different than anything that you've ever heard before. Um, I am an intuitive healer. That means that I am connected to God, to spirit, to the universe, whatever you want to call it. I call it God or spirit. And he gives me downloads and information for people. And um, I also am an animal communicator, as you all know, this particular um, point of embracing your power has been something that I've struggled with my entire life. And I always like to use myself as the guinea pig uh, because I think it's important that we talk about our challenges and how we've overcome them. And that's the way that we grow. And some of the best people that I follow are not the most perfect people, if you will. They may not use the biggest words. They may not be um, the most perfect looking, but they are very authentic. And I think that's what draws people to different types of healers. I am a healer. I can see negative blocks in people. And one of my superpowers is having the ability to download from God to speak in tongues and to really help people shine. And what I do is I offer them a way to see my vision for themselves. So a lot of you right now are struggling. We're living in times that are just something that, that we've never seen before. And they are scary for a lot of us, no matter where you live, no matter how you're doing economically, no matter how much money you have or don't have, everyone is a little bit nervous to downright scared. People don't know what's gonna happen. There's a lot of unrest. But more than that, underneath that, there's a lot of fear within all of us about what's going to happen to us. What's going to happen tomorrow? Is everything going to be okay? A lot of us, because of the changes that have happened within the world, we've had to change how we live our lives. We've had to be home with our spouses, with kids that we didn't have to be home with before. And that causes sometimes a lot of changes that are not easy or comfortable for a lot of people. Um, I have spoke to so many clients who they've had jobs for a long, long time. They can even be you know, entrepreneurs or solopreneurs and things have been working really well. And then all of a sudden they're not working at all. They have been people that have been, sorry about that. There are people that have been um, married for a long time and all of a sudden that's not working either. And we wanna know why, why, why is that happening? So let's dive into your personal power and how to create it and how to get it and how to embrace it. So I'd like to read to you a little bit about how I was feeling before I started working on my personal power. And this is going to sound, it may sound very um, direct to you. You've got to remember that I'm an empath. I have very specific gifts uh, that make me very sensitive to energy, to other people. And that means that I feel things very, very deeply. Um, I am someone who has a lot of layers and sometimes people that know me for years don't know me at all. 
Um, it takes a long time to really get to know me. And I probably never show anybody all of who I am, but this is what I wrote my thoughts before my awakening and actually embracing who I was. I feel alone, unloved, sad. I can't move forward. No one understands me. No one knows me. I'm misunderstood. I keep my guards in place for a reason to protect myself from being hurt, from being vulnerable, because I know it's about higher level spiritual shifts. But the truth is um, I get played by people who say things that aren't true and my heart is sensitive. This is why I have lived much of my life and tried not to feel. This is from me before my awakening, before I realized how to really access my power. I have always felt alone. I'm one of those people who does like to go to parties and things like that, but I'm way more comfortable by myself. I always have been. I'm the type of person where I can go to a party and there could be 150 people in a room and I still feel alone, even if I know them all. And I can have a good time for a while, but you have to remember for someone like myself, being an empath and being super sensitive, I can feel other people's energy. So everybody that comes to the party, whether they're drunk, whether they're happy, whether they're sad, whether they've had a, a fight with their spouse or a bad day at the office, I feel all of that. So it's not as easy for me to just go to a party and and relax because I'm actually being thrown curveballs by every single person that I encounter. Whereas for other people, they just go and feel a big release at being able to just chill out and veg and not feel anything. I'm the opposite. I feel everything. So that's probably why I do need a lot of solitude and time. And for anybody out there, that's an empath, who's a healer, who is sensitive I completely understand how you feel if you feel like you need to be alone much of the time, okay? Now, I have gotten some downloads on this that I wanted to share with you. And I asked, you know, what must I release to move into this new chapter of my life? And it's all about embracing your power. And this is what I've got. Dearest one, you must release the old version of you. This includes the old thoughts and paradigms that control much of your life. For example... I'm not worthy professionally or personally. Always having a lack mentality. This is a very small and limited version of you and does not represent who you truly are. You have changed dramatically since you started the ascension process. Now we ask that you see yourself as the beautiful creature of light that you are. This light of God and from God coupled with your ability to be kind and vulnerable are what draws those who are still in the dark to you. Your new belief system must include verbiage like, I am powerful, I am beautiful, I can do all things through God, because you can, and you know it. It's time to move past and through all of the old and up-level to your new and better station. You have come so far. Place these new words and phrases into your life, and all will rapidly change. And remember, confidence moves the world of life. Confidence moves everything. So there's a couple of points in there that I want to go over. And one of them is that you must release the old version of you. And that includes the old stories. So I'd like to ask you right now, what old stories are you telling yourself? Sorry, that's the dog. <laughs> I used to say things like, you know, what is the dog doing? I don't feel worthy. I don't feel um, good enough. Um, I, maybe I'm not smart enough. Maybe I don't have the right tools. Maybe I don't have the right connections. 
maybe I don't have enough of this, enough of that, right? To do what I really want to truly do with life. Those are stories and those are stories that you take and then they become oaths on your heart and then they become something that you actually believe. But what I've been shown is that they're not true. They're just illusions, okay? And if you brought the illusion in, you can also take the illusion out. If you brought it into life and made it real and put yourself in prison, quote unquote, you can also let yourself out of prison because you made the prison, not me. You have the keys. So it's super important that you understand and know that you are a powerful divine being. So I'd like to ask you, what old stories are you telling yourself right now? What stories do you tell yourself that keep you small? And here's the question I'd like you to ask yourself. I ask all my clients to, to ask themselves this question. Are they true? Are they even true? I'd like to give you two examples of stories that I told myself, and you may relate hopefully to one of them. Um, and one of them is for all of you equestrians out there. I, I always rode saddle seat and in saddle seat, you ride by yourself all the time. You, there's only one person in the ring, you and the trainer, one rider. Hunter jumper, the one, you know, they don't do that. They all kind of hang out in the ring and then one person does a few jumps and then everybody waits and then the next person does. So they're used to having a lot of different horses in the ring with them. I was not used to that. I was always used to riding separately. And so now being at a barn, I always had a difficult time being with other riders in the ring. I would say things like, I can't handle this. There's too many horses here. My horse is going to flip out and I'm going to get hurt. I can't handle this. There's too many people. I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I'm not going to be able to control my horse. I don't know what's going to happen. And I just go down this spiral of fear. I was just down this rabbit hole of fear. Now, in truth, my horse was fine. I was the one that had the problem. And it was these stories that I told myself, I can't do this because I had learned to do it this way all my life. Okay, but you can change. You know, you're a divine being. You have, you are equipped to change. We change every single day of our lives. We adapt, we overcome, right? So it was about learning that that was a story. The story wasn't true. And the story wasn't serving me. Now, what new story can we put in place? I may not be completely comfortable with all these people in the ring, but I can still ride my horse. I may not be completely comfortable yet with all these people jumping, but I know that I'm okay and I'm protected and I'm strong enough to handle this. And so is my horse. He's not bothered at all. So you've got to take out the old story and put in a new story. Now, let me give you another one if you're not an equestrian. I've been, as some of you know, that have been following me, I've been going to the gym for a good six months, lost a bunch of weight. Still, it's a journey, right? It's a journey, goes six days a week. And um, I've learned a lot of lessons. And one of the things I learned was, uh, this, this, was a, this was a big one for me. So I have never been a runner. I was told when I was young, that I had a very wide, wide hips, meaning I have a wide Q angle. And that's how much your hips, I guess they're far apart. They're width is far apart and that mine are extremely far apart, meaning I was not a good candidate to be a runner. When you look at runners, they're usually tall and slim with slim hips. I don't have slim hips. I have like wider hips. 
And I was told, you know, running is not for you. And I never liked running. So it's like not a problem. I mean, I wasn't like into it anyways. So I was going to the gym and I was going six days a week and I was about at month four and the owner of the gym, who's a trainer, I was like, you know, man, I need some help because I've been doing the elliptical because it's great on my back, but I'm on the highest level at level 25. And I'm doing like 45 minutes to an hour and I'm not sweating like I used to. Like when I started, I would sweat all the time. And now my body's getting used to it. So I'm not sweating at all, hardly. What do I do? And he goes, well, that's pretty easy. You need to start running. And I'm like, I can't run. And he's like, uh, yeah, you can. And I'm like, no, I can't. I can't run. I cannot run. I'm not a good runner. It's not going to happen. And he's like, he looked at me like, like, uh, are you crazy? He's like, listen, you can alternate. Okay. You can do the elliptical, you can do some running and you can do some walking. There's also the recumbent bike. So you can do different things. He said, but you've got to start sweating again to lose weight. Right. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. So I, I went and I tried, I said to myself, I'm not a runner, but today, just for today, I'm going to drop that old story that I can't run and that I hate it. And I'm just going to try it. And I did it. I did 10 minutes the first time. Now, listen, I'm not a fast runner. I'm not going to be competing. I'm not someone who's killing it with time. You know, I'm on a level, you know, I'm doing, you know, 5.0. So I'm at like, I don't know. It takes me five minutes a mile. I don't know. It's I'm slow, but listen, I did it and I was running. And for me, that was really good. Now I'm up to like 35, 40 minutes and I'm getting faster but I'm not looking at it as something that's a make or break me. I'm looking at it as this is changing my shape in a good way. I want to do it so that I don't do it every single day. I do it once every other day or once every third day. But can you see the old story that I was telling myself, which was, I'm not a runner. I can't do this. I'm not equipped to, I can do this. I can do this. So I'd like you to think about what stories you're telling yourself. And if they're not serving you, then it's time to change them. Because I can guarantee you that a lot of the stories that you have in your mind have come from when you were young and small, and probably a good portion of them, people put into you. You didn't come up with them yourself. So I would really like you to think about what stories you have running in your brain, if they're not serving you. How can we get rid of them? And how can we put in some brand new ones that will serve you? This is super important. It's the first step in you changing into the you that is empowered, okay? So let's take it another step farther and let's talk about some affirmations that can help you, okay? And one of the affirmations can be, I am powerful, I am beautiful, or I am handsome. I can do all things through spirit or God, or the universe, or a higher power than me. I have complete confidence. When you don't have confidence in yourself, and a lot of us don't right now, this is when you really need to dig in. And this is when you need to say, you know what? I am strong. I am confident. I lean on not my own understanding, but what, but something that's greater than me. I lean on that. I am strong. I can do all things. I was created to do this because the truth is that you were created to do what you are here to do, your mission, whatever your mission is. Your mission is attached to your gifts and your gifts come naturally to you because that's what you were created to do, right? 
So I am an empath. I'm an intuitive. I read people. I speak with animals. This is what I was born to do. All you have to do is remember what you are here to do because we all have various lifetimes that we've come through. You've got lifetimes before this lifetime. And all you have to do is remember and ask, please help me remember what I was created here to do, right? Ask, ask your archangels, right? Ask Archangel Michael to help you. The archangels have a ton of wisdom. They're not there just for protection, but they can't step in unless you ask them for help. So ask them and say, Archangel Michael, I'm struggling here. Can you please help me remember or guide me as to what I'm here to do? And, and he will. But saying things, how you speak to yourself is so important. And I always, throughout most of my life, spoke to myself negatively. I was my own worst critic. I got in my own way. I didn't need anybody to put me down because I put myself down first. You know, you're not pretty enough. You're too fat. You can't do this. You're not smart enough. You can't run. You're not a good rider. You know, you're never going to be good at this. I mean, who, what makes you think that anybody's going to pay to listen to you speak? What makes you think that you're so special, right? This happens to all of us. But the truth is that you are an amazing person. You are a divine being. You are an infinite creature. And you are here on purpose. Trust me when I tell you, you have a soul contract that you are here for a reason. You decided to be here at this time during this pandemic to shine your light whether you know it or not, you agree to this. Everything that's happening in your life is happening not to you, but for you. It's just a lesson and it's happening for you and all the hurt and all the, you're here to learn lessons and the lessons that you learn, whether they're hard when a parent passes away or they're great when you have the birth of a child or you find a spouse or you decide to start your own business, they're all just lessons for your soul but you agreed to be here and you signed a soul contract saying, I will be here at this time. And I'm going to remember what it was that I am here to learn and, and remember that you are some, somebody who's amazing and how you speak to yourself is so important because we have unity consciousness. And that means that what you do affects me, no matter how far away you are, you can be in Australia and I can be in the U S and believe it or not, what you think about yourself and how you speak to yourself affects me because that's what you're vibrating at. And I can feel your vibrations all the way over here and vice versa. I know this might sound kind of far-fetched to some of you who have not experienced this and this all be, might be new to you, but this is the truth. But more importantly, if you want to be successful, how you vibrate is what you attract. So if you are constantly putting yourself down and saying, I'm not good at this. I'm no good. I never learned things quickly. I'm not smart enough. I'm a failure. I'm never going to make it. I'm never going to earn enough money, right? That's what you vibrate out into the world. Then the world sends you that back tenfold and says, okay, all right. You want more of that? I'm going to give you more of that. And that's how you're going to vibrate. So you've got to change your vibration. The only way to do that is to be in gratitude and be thankful for what you have and start by saying, I'm powerful. I'm amazing. I'm a divine being of light. I'm an infinite creature. I can do anything I can set my mind to. I can do anything. And that's the first step 
And the second step in creating your, and embracing your power, which is get rid of the old stories, take what's not serving you and change it, and then put in something new and beautiful and a new belief system of I am and how you talk to yourself. I am the I am is so powerful. I am powerful. I am amazing. I can do this. I am strong. I am smart. I am fast. I can help people. I do have wisdom, right? That's what you're vibrating out into the world. That's what people are going to respond to. So that's super, super important. Now I was given a download, which is, if you don't know, um, that's what God gives me downloads. And it's basically how to really embrace your power. And I'm going to give you a quick rundown. This is the, you know, I asked, how can they embrace their power when you don't know what it is yet? And this is what I heard. This is the entire part of your journey. You do not need to know what they all are, what your gifts are. You will learn them one at a time. So here's the steps. Step number one is have faith in me, in the divine process, that your powers are there and will be made available to you exactly the right time, and exactly the right situation. So trust that you have power and abilities and they will be given to you at the right time. Number two, accept my divine timing for it's always in play. Okay, this is a big one because so many people think about divine timing as it's not our timing, right? We want things when we want them, period, end of story. Like I want 10 clients right now. I want a million dollars in my bank right now. I want to live in a place that's free of disease and everyone's happy right now, right? Especially right now in what we're living in. But divine timing is always in effect. A lot of people, I want a spouse right now. I want to meet my spouse right now. I don't want to wait one year, three years, five years. But here's the thing. You might not be ready right now. Or your future spouse may not be ready for you. Your future spouse may have lessons to be learning right now. They are learning them. Okay. So divine timing is always in effect. Number three, you are just now learning. You cannot control anyone, anything, or any situation. You can try your best and do great work, but you never know how things will grow. Embrace the loss of needing to control. This is a huge one for me because there are so many people out there like me who are perfectionists. We're trying to do everything right. We want to do everything perfectly. And what I learned is there is no perfect, right? I didn't know that. I thought, you know, perfection could be reached, but really it can't be because we're changing so much. It's kind of like computers. By the time you learn a program, five more programs have already come to replace it. So it's about learning that you can only control yourself and how you respond to things. You can't control people. You can't control all the circumstances. You really have only control of yourself. The faster you learn that, the better off you'll be. Because if you try and control people and circumstances, you're going to be very, very sad because you'll fail all the time because you just can't control people. You can try, but it doesn't work that way. You must surrender, truly surrender and not just say the words, but surrender and let go, right? Let go of your strong, obsessive need for control. It's all based around your irrational fears of abandonment, being alone, being guarded, not being good enough or enough of anything, fill in the blank, pretty enough, 
wealthy enough, strong enough, everything. So again, these are back to your old stories. Not good enough. Don't have enough money. Don't have enough connections. Don't have enough smarts. I can't do that. Really? I think you can. So it's all about letting go and surrendering. Embrace the need to control. Embrace the loss of needing to control. Like let it go. The next one, number four, is embrace the journey. This is supposed to be fun, okay? Accept it and embrace all that is. Let go of your need to control. This goes right along with it. You know, I always was the type of person that was a destination type of person. The journey, not so much for me. It was more about, I was very, I'm very goal oriented and I really want to reach my goal and then set another goal. That's how I was taught. I always want to win at almost any cost, right? And I had to change my, my views on that. But it's very important that you understand that it's about the journey because it's just like working out. You're never going to be perfect. And if you're perfect in your mind's eye, that's going to change really quickly because you probably can't hold that perfection for very long. You can come close to it, but true perfection, like a hundred percent is almost impossible to reach. And if you reach it, it's not going to last too long because your body changes, right? You retain water, you lose water, you gain muscle, you lose muscle, you gain flexibility, you lose flexibility. So it's more about, it's something that you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. So you might as well start to enjoy it, right? Instead of dragging yourself to the gym and thinking this sucks, I hate it. I can't do this. I hate this. Change it to, I get to do this. It's something I get to do for my body. It's awesome. I get to do it. It's a privilege to do it. Not many people, not everyone has a gym they can go to, right? And that's the truth. And it's all about enjoying the journey, going in every day. Yeah, some days are going to be easier than others. Some days are going to be better than others, but it's about embracing the journey on your way to being happy. All right. So again, number one is have, have faith in the divine process. Two is accept divine timing. Three is you cannot control anyone or anything. So let go of your obsessive need to control. And then four is embrace the journey. It's supposed to be fun. Okay. Number five is do not judge yourself or others. Judgment in any form is again, it's born out of fear and it's not your job. It does not serve you and it's harmful to others. So I read a book, uh, A Bug-Free Mind, which is an amazing book, by the way. I still have it and I should reread it. It's amazing, but it's all about letting go of this type of stuff. And when you judge someone or something, judgment is weakness in any form. So I would urge you not to judge yourself and not to judge others because when you do, you're basically illustrating what's not working for you. In other words, oh, she's so fat. Well, you might've had an issue with weight at one time. So that hits a very strong chord and triggers you. That's what's happening. And then you're projecting that onto someone else. And it's not helpful for that other person. And it's not helpful for you. So judgment of any kind, and we all do it. Judgment of any kind is no good. So try to refrain from judging yourself and others because nobody knows what everyone's struggling with and everyone's struggling with something, right? Number six, take full responsibility for your actions and words. 
this is a big one. As again, um, I was told by my grandmother, your words can cut with the exactness of a scalpel. So be quick to drop this because it hurts others and think before you speak. Um, and I admit that I'm very quick. And sometimes I have to pull myself back and, you know, we can really hurt people with our words. So take full responsibility for your actions and your words. Remember what I said about unity consciousness, what you say about yourself and about others, it vibrates out into the world and that's what you get back. So if you've, you've got a choice here, you can be positive or negative. Why not be positive about yourself and everybody else? Because the more negative you are, the more negative you're going to attract to yourself and the more negative you'll be. It's a constant loop. So to get out of that loop, you need to start thinking positively and changes will come. And you know what? It may be difficult at first, but it will become a habit if you do it every single day. Like I always say, I used to be the type of person that I'd roll out of bed in the morning and say, oh, I have such a long commute to work. It was an hour and 15 minutes or an hour and a half. There's so much traffic. I'd be pissed when I got there. I was tired. I was so upset. This day is going to suck. I can't stand it. My job's going to suck. Ugh. This is all as I'm getting out of bed. I haven't even taken a drink of water yet. I changed that to, I, you're setting yourself up for defeat if you do that, by the way. I changed that to, this day's going to be awesome. I don't know what's going to happen today, but it's going to be amazing. I don't know what's going to happen, but I know something good is going to happen today. I can't wait to see what that is. And do you know, I've been doing this for years now and I still, <laughs> I still get that voice going, really? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Whatever. But I keep saying it. I keep saying it. Nope. This is going to be an amazing day. I'm not, I'm not going to hear that little voice going, really? Nope. It's going to be amazing. I know it. And by the time I hit the shower, it's gone. Nope. Today's going to be an amazing day. I can't wait to see what happens something good's going to happen today. I know it. And you're setting the expectation that something good is going to happen and something good will happen, right? So set yourself up for success, not failure. And then the next one is let your barriers down. Your boundaries have become barriers, which are obstacles. No one can climb. Think of all you think of all you meet as if they were animals, allow them into your warmth of your heart and let them see your love. Many will find this alluring as they've never experienced unconditional love before. Now, everyone here that I know loves animals. Animals, why? Because they have unconditional love towards us. They love us no matter what we look like, what we weigh, what we do. They just love us. And that's how all humans should strive to be. And when you put up barriers around yourself and your heart, you, it can be good in a way, but then it can turn against you because you can actually, they can become barriers that are unscalable and nobody can get in, meaning nobody can get into your heart space and you're not letting anybody near you because you're afraid you've been hurt, but that's not the way to be, right? Because we're all here to experience love and joy and happiness. So if you have barriers, I would ask you to think about taking them down like lowering them. I don't know if any of you know this, but barriers don't have to be all the way up or all the way down. They can be like blinds, like these blinds behind me. They can come up halfway, right? So let's just say you're at the stop. It's, you know, the grocery store and there's a lot of people around. You're super sensitive. 
Well, maybe you don't need all your barriers up. Maybe you just need them like halfway up, right? So you could still say like hi to people with your mask on or wave or whatever. But the more that you have your barriers up, the more isolated you'll be. And then the more disconnected you'll feel. And the more disconnected you feel, the more alone you're going to feel. And remember, being alone is an illusion. You're never alone. Your ancestors are always with you. Spirit's always with you. Or your archangels are always with you and your guides. Okay? But think about when you go about your day, what barriers you put up. Unless you live in, if you have a hostile work environment or things are not good at home at all. But if you've got your barriers up all the time, you're actually preventing people from reaching you and you're reaching them. And then the last one is give all unconditional love, just as you wish to be accepted as you are. Others wish the same. Treat all like you, which you'd like to be treated without judgment, without fear and unconditionally. Give all unconditional love. Now, I mean, I know we're all humans, but again, this is what we strive to be because animals do this. They give unconditional love at all times. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter if you're a CEO worth 250 million, if you're a solopreneur with 10 bucks in the bank, they don't care. They don't see that. They see the heart. That's what I see when I work with people. I care about your heart. I don't care what you look like on the outside. I don't care how much financial wealth you have or don't have. I don't care about that. I care about the condition of your heart and what your heart is saying. Because contrary to what a lot of people know, the heart is the leader before the brain. And if you don't believe me, go to the Heart Math Institute. You can find all types of free information there. But the heart knows information before the brain does. The heart communicates to the brain, not the other way around. Most people think that the, the brain leads, but that's not the truth. The heart leads. And that would make sense because we're heart-centered beings, or we used to be. And that's what we need to get back to. So I hope this helped you. This is all going to be teachings that I'm going to be offering now online to everyone. And I am offering a success roadmap right now to everyone um, you can DM me for details. It's not on my website. It's all about reaching, reaching your goals for 2021, setting you up for success easily. And it's going to be energetically. It's going to be psychically. It's going to be physically and spiritually. And those four different areas of your life. And we're going to work on getting you aligned so that each of your cups is full. Because when every cup is full, Wealth will come to you. Happiness will come to you. Abundance and joy will come to you because that's what you're going to be radiating out into the world. So I hope that you this helped you. Please leave me your comments. Let me know what your thoughts are if you like this type of teaching and we will go from there. All right, guys. And if you want to find out about the success roadmap or you just want a personal reading with me, um, just DM me below and I'll get right back to you. Thanks so much. Take care.